The world is full of mysteries. And we're here to explore them all. Welcome to ABC Cryptozoology. ABC Cryptozoology. Welcome to ABC Cryptozoology, the show where we teach you the ABCs of cryptozoology. Today, we will be discussing one of the all-time favorite cryptids, the Loch Ness Monster. You don't even have to know anything about cryptozoology, and this is one of those cryptids, like Bigfoot, that you've probably heard about. At least, you know, either through reading a kid's book or watching some random show like Unsolved Mysteries or something like that, so... Uh, so what is it? What is the Loch Ness Monster? Is it a sea creature, a living dinosaur, a log, <laughs> an eel? I mean, there's a lot of questions with almost zero answers. But, like always, before we do our deep dive... <laughs> see what I did there, Dev? <laughs> Loch Ness Monster is a water creature for <laughs> deep dive. Get it? Very yeah. cheesy. Okay. Uh, we've got our weird news. So, Anna, why don't you tell us about some of the weird stuff that's been happening around the world? All right. And today we have some very relevant news. The Loch Ness Monster has been on the radar once again, with a few recent sightings and some new sonar scans providing even more compelling evidence. There were two separate sightings that recently, with one being purely a described sighting, while the other was via the Loch Ness streaming feed, in which people noticed something coming up out of the water for a short period of time. The webcam footage is available on our website, but know that it's definitely a case of jumping to conclusions. Perhaps more interesting is the sonar ping that a team recently managed to get showing something measuring upwards of 9 to 13 feet just a bit under the water. A link to that article is also up on our website, so you can dig into that more. Yeah, it's strangely relevant timing uh, for yeah. for our show. Yeah. Um, these sightings only happened, like, not that long ago. I think the sonar one happened... Just like beginning of the month or August, yeah. August 26th, I guess. So August. Yeah. So that wasn't that long no, ago. No, it was like two weeks ago, basically. Yeah. A little, yeah. bit, little bit more than two weeks ago. Um, and yeah, so these, these like, I want to say they were actual people researching Loch Ness Monster. Mm. Um, they had a vessel, a boat called the Nessie Hunter that they went wow. out and that's when they picked up the sonar image. Uh, showing that that thing and it's compelling it's very interesting it's uh Mm -hmm. not in the history of people doing sonar sweeps not a lot has ever been picked up so it's cool to see something there and yeah they estimated that it was around like 13 feet in length or so um but sonar can be a little spotty so they say 9 to 13 or so um but what was crazy about that is i guess that uh some people um, just like before that reported seeing a large creature measuring around 12 feet in length, which is very similar to this size of the sonar scan. Yeah. Um, rose out of the water and came out, and that was over by the uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but you your Kuhart Castle or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I guess that was on like the 30th of July. So, 30th. so about a month before, right? Um, mm-hmm. And what's crazy about that one is like, you know, a lot of people report sightings of Loch Ness Monster or whatnot, but this one had two other families 
report the same thing on a completely different side, like across mm-hmm. the water from from the castle, which means that there was something that came out of the water, very likely, mm-hmm. whether or not it was an SE or, or it was uh, just, you know, a big fish or something. I'm, I'm confused. Is Nessie a short name for the Loch Ness? Yeah, we'll actually talk about that okay. a little bit in our discussion. I'm very confused. I don't know what Nessie yeah, is. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> don't, don't worry. We'll explain Nessie if you aren't familiar with that term. Um, and then the other sighting, the the webcam. Webcam. You can see what appears to be something dark and shadowy kind of breach the water a little bit. And the, the tricky thing with the webcam is that it's a webcam that takes a picture every second, so it's very choppy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can visibly see this thing on there on the screen for a bit of time. It's it's mm-hmm. I don't know probably like at least a few minutes going across, and it goes down and comes back up a little bit. Yeah. But again, it's such a it looks like a big dark shadow. You have no idea how what it is or anything. Um, some people on YouTube uh, who are knowledgeable of where that webcam is have said that it's about 600 meters from the uh, or the, the object in the camera was roughly 600 meters from the webcam. Yeah. Uh, and so they're able to use the area to determine that they think that it was between like 20 to 30 feet in length. That's pretty big. That Much is. bigger than what they picked up here. Yeah. But maybe their estimates are wrong and it could be actually 13 feet long or something. Yep. Then it might be in line with this. So mm-hmm. it's tricky. It's hard to know. But um, anything you want to say about all that? I it. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Loch Ness Monster is a weird one. We're, I don't know really anything about the Loch Ness Monster. I've told you Unless, a bit about. Well, well, I mean, I know stuff about the Loch Ness Monster. You know stuff. With you'll you'll know a lot more stuff as I'll we know start a lot talking more about stuff this. As but, we, yes. But uh, for in case you're wondering, we do a lot of research, but a lot of the learning happens. Uh, while we're well, doing this, yeah. Show. Well, we record like the news and stuff before we record the main meat of the episode. So you're hearing stuff that's happening a little bit before we learn things sometimes, yes. <laughs> which is kind of fun. Uh, learning in the process of telling other people. Yes. Well, that's the fun part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get to be a teacher to others because you've just become advi- or you just become uh, educated on it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're, I guess we can get into the episode, huh? Yeah. All right, let's do this. Woo. Season one, episode nine. L is for Loch Ness Monster. Around the world, there have been legends of unknown creatures living in lakes, seas, oceans, and most of the other bodies of water in the world. Everything from giant eels to the kraken. But there is one thing that is known more than any other, and it goes by the Loch Ness Monster. In fact, it is arguably the first recorded aquatic cryptid. In the 6th century, the Irish saint, St. Columbia, spotted the monster as it was rushing a monk that was swimming across the loch in order to fetch a boat. He said that the beast began to rush the monk, so he quickly shouted at the monster to stop and return to where it came from. The monster, seemingly being spoked by the saint, turned around and left leaving the monk alone. This would be the birth of a legend, with hundreds of sightings being made since then. 
But it wasn't until 1934 when a doctor from London took a picture that would be known as the surgeon's photograph, and easily the most iconic image of the Loch Ness Monster, that the legend would really take off. The image stunned the world, but for years people questioned its authenticity, and it would seem for a good reason. You see, just shortly before this picture would be taken, the London Daily News would hire a man named Marmaduke Weatherall to find the Loch Ness Monster. Marmaduke Weatherall would travel to the Loch Ness in search of the elusive beast, only to find what would appear to be strange footprints in the mud. He brought Pratt back plaster casts of the footprints, and they were sent to the London Museum of Natural History. While they waited for the analysis to occur, um, monster fever already hit, and hundreds of monster hunters and tourists swarmed Loch Ness for their own chance at seeing the beast. However, just a few weeks later, the London Museum of Natural History would report that the footprints were that of a hippo, and, in fact, matched that of an ashtray that was shaped to look like a hippo's foot. The London Daily News would be furious of this and publicly humiliate Weatherall. Years later, a man named Ian Weatherall, the son of the infamous Marmaduke Weatherall, would tell the paper that the surgeon's photograph was a hoax. He said that himself, his father, and a man named Christian Sperling created a sculpture of the beast and attached it to a small toy submarine. They then took pictures of the model, somehow got a London doctor named Robert Wilson to say he took the pictures, and the rest is history. So, how did a fake picture of the Loch Ness Monster cause such a fuss? Well, you must understand that Loch Ness had dozens if not hundreds of sightings of a creature in its waters for centuries before. So as far as people in that area were concerned, the monster was real, and this was the first actual photo of it. The hoax admission was more or less ignored, and multiple people would go on to share their own stories about seeing the monster, or their own photos of the alleged beast. Unfortunately, many of these would be hoaxes as well, further giving Nessie a bad reputation. However, not all of these images and footage were so easy to prove wrong. One case was that of the Dinsdale film of 1960. Tim Dinsdale had an incredibly well-accomplished career in aeronautics, but after filming what he would believe was Nessie herself, he gave it all up to spend the next couple of decades of his life researching and looking for the monster. Dinsdale had passed away in 1987, never finding the beast, and it wasn't until recently that additional analysis of the Dinsdale film proved without a shadow of a doubt that what Tim Dinsdale filmed was in fact a boat. Also more recently in 2007, a lab technician named Gordon Holmes filmed something in the lock that he described as a jet black thing about 14 meters long, moving fairly fast in the water. Many consider this some of the best footage of Nessie, even though not much is visible besides a dark object making a wake. However, plenty of people have considered this to be possibly something as simple as an otter or seal, or even an eel. The eel idea has actually been a possible explanation for Nessie for many years. While a large eel hasn't really ever been photographed or caught in Loch Ness, the idea of large eels in the loch have existed for quite a while. In fact, in 2018, a team led by Professor Neil Gemmel did a sweeping study of DNA traces found in the waters, uh, both shallow and deep, of Loch Ness. 
The study discovered that there were no DNA traces of anything like catfish, sharks, or other large fish, but they did find eel DNA. The study also made a discovery that many thought would put one theory to rest. The theory of a trapped plesiosaurus. Of the many theories of what Nessie is, the one that has always stuck around is that of Nessie being an old aquatic dinosaur, or related to one that got trapped millions of years ago. And it has survived by mating for generations and generations. You can see it in a lot of tourism imagery, where Nessie is portrayed as a friendly dinosaur hanging out in the loch. But Professor Gemmell's DNA study did not find anything that they would think to be similar to what a plesiosaurus might be related to. No reptile DNA whatsoever, and the only bird DNA that was found was easily identifiable. Professor Gemmell's study was not the first, nor will it be the last. Over the last 80 plus years, there have been dozens of intense studies done in Loch Ness, attempting to find any proof of the creature. Perhaps the most compelling ones were that of Robert Rhines. Over the span of 36 years, Robert Rhines and various teams did some of the most extensive studies of the loch using sonar sweeps, where they found many very interesting discoveries. Additionally, as technology increased, so did the level of their studies. The photos taken by his teams would be considered some of the most compelling images of what could possibly be an unknown creature deep in Loch Ness. The images depicted a possible flipper of something, the silhouette of a body, a close-up shot of a possible head, amongst other images. Robert Rhines would pass away in 2009, and even the New York Times wrote a great obituary describing describing the incredible impact he had on not just cryptozoology, but the world. It was Robert Rhine's last belief that the creature was likely now extinct. To this day, the images that Robert Rhine's and his teams captured have not been debunked and are still considered the best possible proof of the existence of an unknown creature that may have once lived or still does live in the waters of Loch Ness. But even if the creature is extinct, or even if it never actually existed in the first place, there's no arguing that the impact it had on pop culture and tourism. In fact, many people survive off of Loch Ness monster tourism around the Loch Ness as travelers from all over the world love to come there for their chance to spot Nessie herself. In fact, the name Nessie wasn't coined until the 1940s when the Edinburgh Scotsman newspaper wrote about the Loch Ness Monster and called it Nessie, assigning a gender to it for the very first time. Since then, it has been referred to as a her, which instantly spawned much of the imagery you see today. Now you can find Nessie in comics, movies, music, toys, even a roller coaster in Bush Gardens is named after it. Similar to Bigfoot, Nessie has gained a place in the collective consciousness of mankind, where even if we one day prove that she does not exist, she'll always live on through the stories we tell and the things we create. So. So. Nessie. Nessie. <laughs> now you know. Now uh, I know. Now you know uh, where she got her name. And yes. when what that name is, a Nessie. Um, yeah, so the Loch Ness Monster, it's a, it's a cool one. It's very interesting. A lot of weird history about it. Um, yep. some stuff I didn't know even until I started researching deeper and I thought I knew quite a bit about Nessie, which is <laughs> very interesting to see. There's, if, if you know 
a lot about something, there's probably a chance that you don't know everything about it. I think that's a solid fact. I did know about the image hoax. I knew about that one. Um, the um, surgeon's the, photo? Yep, yep. And Marmaduke Weatherall. That was mm-hmm. one thing I always knew about because Marmaduke. Um, Marmaduke. a lot of books I read and stuff as a kid talked about that image because they're like, this is the most iconic image of Nessie and it's fake, you know. And it's like, whoa, that was, what? That, that probably was really like, what? Yeah, yeah. But interestingly enough, like one of the big things that got me into cryptozoology as a kid were the photos by Robert Rhines. Robert Rhines really cool photographed ones. everything yeah, like amazing. The, the fin and, and like that, the body and the head and all that. That was just extraordinary. I was like, oh my gosh, this is solid evidence right here mm-hmm. that there is something in there. Yeah. If this can exist... Then Big, Bigfoot can exist, like aliens like any can exist. Cryptid. Yeah, anything you can imagine probably could Unicorns, exist. Unicorns, I'm just you know, I um, mean, there's so many um, things. So, uh, Ibu Gogo. Ibu Gogo, yep, yep. That's my favorite. Yeah, I know. You love that one. <laughs> it's just a funny name. That I love a, it. That was a fun episode, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so let's talk about, you know, just the kind Ibu of. Gogo? No, no, no. Let's <laughs> talk about Loch Ness Monster. Let's go back to the beginning. We'll talk about um, the Saint, the Saint uh, yeah, the Columbia. Saint. Saint who Columbia. saw this in in the sixth century, right? Fifth, fifth century. What did I say? Sixth century, right? This is that one. Something a very long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> something very long time ago. So, uh, point being, this thing is yeah, sixth century. So that's very what that's like five hundred eighty or something like that. That's Some, wow. Uh, huge, super long time ago. Yep. So mm-hmm. here we are where we're talking about some guy who's like, hey, I saw a giant monster in yeah. Loch Ness and I was asked a monk to go over and swim across this lake uh, across the lock to get a boat so we could get across it. Mm-hmm. Thing comes out of the water, is charging him. I shout at it. The monster gets spooked and turns around and leaves and the monk is safe. Safe monk. Yeah. That is a weird tale. One, coming from a saint who should be telling the truth no matter what, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's part of what they do. And they're a saint for their reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, tell this st- tale and people are just like, wow, that's crazy, oh, right? Wow. And then years later, uh, over the span of many more centuries, there's reported sightings of, of this creature in the Loch Ness. Um, lots of them yep and but then it wouldn't be until modern day where we take pictures and all these types of things yep that uh that it really like pick up i mean there's tales of it which is why uh the london daily news told at hired marmaduke whether all to go and look for (laughs) it because marmaduke was a photographer was Uh, he i think he was like just a um, person i think he was like a like a researcher type of person yeah researcher. and and he went on to film like to film stuff too so he was kind of a photographer uh, and photographer like, you mean yeah yeah um i maybe maybe that was kind of his history and he's like i can find it I can but find uh, it. i actually don't know what it what is, his history is. <laughs> weirdly enough his son ian weatherall would go on to make movies his actual stage name was ian colin Colin. Ian Colin. That's what he went by. 
And Colin, he, where did he get that name he, from? Well, I mean, like, there's lots of movie stars who have different last names. They have a stage name, right? Stage name. Yep. And so his stage name was Ian Colin. It sounded cool. So it does sound cool. <laughs> yeah, he he went on to become like a film movie star, star for for quite a few decades. And uh, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was in a bunch of different movies. Uh, like Coronation Street and some I don't other, know yeah, any yeah, of those. It's older movies from like the <laughs> from like the thirties and forties and stuff like that. I mean he I think like his last movie was in the sixties or something. All I know is like Bill and Ted and stuff like <laughs> well, that. Well time travel. <laughs> that's that's all you need to know, really. That's all I need to know. No. <laughs> um so so okay, anyway. So, so we go forward, we flash forward, we get to, to uh nineteen thirty four, the surgeon's photograph. Surgeons um, there's a good chance that even if you don't really know much of Nessie, you know this image. And, you know, I definitely say you should look it up or just go to our website. It's all website. right there as well. And you'll see it. It's so iconic that, I mean, there's you might have not even known it was a picture of Nessie and you've probably seen it. It's that, like, memorable and iconic. But... Ian Weatherall in a newspaper, just off the cuff, Ian would just Holland. be like, oh, yeah, that was just all a hoax. Like, Yep. At but, least he told the truth. Yeah. He was like, my dad was upset that the newspaper called him out or, well, like, made me look, look, made him look bad. All because he himself saw this and was like, that doesn't make sense out here. What is that? And uh, And claimed he thought it was evidence. And instead of just them saying, oh, it looks like it was a mistaken case, they were just super upset and they just bad-mouthed my dad. That kind of, that's, that's a bit overboard oh, yeah. for them. Well, and, you know, there's a reason why why Duke Weatherall was like, I'm going to get my revenge. I'm going to go and make this hoax now and give them the monster they want. So that's when he hired... Uh, the people uh, that he did, um, Christian Sperling, and Christian Sperling was a guy who was a known like sculpture like artist. He could create mm-hmm. lots of really great stuff. So I don't know this, him, but no. Well, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> he was known in that area. Yeah. Um, I don't think he was like some world famous guy or anything, but they he found this good things. Yeah, I mean, he was a really good artist, like mm. sculpturing, and um, so they took it. They took this little toy submarine. Slapped on a mold and slapped and put it out there, and then at some point, if I remember correctly, and this we didn't really talk about because there's a lots of little details about <laughs> this story spe- specifically, but I believe at some point in like the 80s or something, maybe it was like the 90s, somebody said that they found um, what appeared to be the actual uh, nose hair. <laughs> so, submarine of the uh the submarine that they used at the bottom of Loch Ness Mm -hmm. and you could see it looked like the actual shape of that toy and and with the cast which or the the sculpture which is pretty interesting it's like oh wow that definitively proves that probably wasn't real Mm -hmm. um yeah I it's pretty crazy the history of this thing yeah and but the thing is like the the stuff that most people know about are the hoaxes and yet most people just go oh so that happened and they don't even hear about the hoax part of it they're just like wow look at that picture that's really cool and they're like yep that's Loch Ness Monster when in fact like half of the photos out there that are iconic and known are hoaxes are hoaxes yeah 
fake. Yeah. But they were so popular and famous then that, like, going kind of into our whole discussion about the pop culture part of it, that's kind of what took over, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. People will believe what they want to believe. And that's okay. Sure, yeah. But that's, you know, I think <laughs> it's a good lesson to learn when you're diving into cryptozoology. Mm-hmm. Most of the, like, half of the stuff in cryptozoology is, well, half the pictures that are taken and stuff like that are hoaxes. Yeah. And that's because a lot of people want to be part of the narrative. They're like, well, I can say I've seen Bigfoot and I'll just get my friend uh, to dress up in a in an ape suit and run through the forest and I'll film it and be like, oh, and I'll shake the camera a lot so you can't get a good Im- image of it. And that happens a lot, a lot. And it's just because of... People want to be a part of something. Well, yeah. And, and because they want to... Um, they, you know, these creatures exist in a lot of our, uh, like, you know, like collective knowledge, like, oh yeah, I know about Mothman. I know about whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, if I can be part of that story, somebody's going to talk about me one day. Right. And it's interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting why, yeah. how people are like, I, I need to be a part of that. Because that is amazing, and I want to be a part of something amazing. Yeah, uh, and it's an interesting thing to choose that of all things. Mm-hmm. And part of it, I'm sure, is because it's myster- mysterious. Like these creatures exist out there theoretically, mm-hmm. but we will maybe never find proof that they actually do, or they're rooted in something so simple that it's like, oh, well, it was misidentified as an elephant, you know? Which is that's also one of the theories. About really? Loch Ness Monster. Really? Yeah, because... Elephant? El- elephants can swim incredibly well. But, like, wait, they, they can, can swim fast? They can swim across, uh, like, lakes, no problem. Like they They're l- so heavy. I know, but they're really good swimmers. And they doggy paddle. Oh! Yeah. I should, want a pet. <laughs> you should look up videos, if you get a chance, of elephants elephant swimming. swimming. Yeah. But the thing about it is that their nose goes up to breathe, and it bends and curls like the Loch Ness Monster image, right? And then their head is poking out just a little bit, so there's the hump. If you That makes so much sense. If you were swimming one day, or just on the shore or something, and you, you happen to be that, somewhere where you saw that... You would probably you, be like, oh my God. And just imagine you're somewhere where elephants normally aren't, mm-hmm. you know? And all elephants of a sudden... Elephants travel, though. They do yeah, travel. Yep. And a lot of times they'll travel and they'll go swimming because they're like, oh, we need a refresher, and they'll go swimming. <laughs> and... People have spotted that before and been like, what in the world? And it was just an elephant swimming. Uh-huh. Well, a uh, kind of harmless elephant. If yep. you don't mess with them, they won't mess with exactly. you. Exactly. It's crazy, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's nuts. There's been a lot of hoaxes, though, over the years where yeah. people are like, oh, that's an elephant, and you know, or whatever. And they find out it was an elephant, or it was another... Because they zoom in really or, well. Yeah, or it was another person doing another model. Um, there was a few years ago... Uh, by a few years ago, I mean, like, probably now 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. I remember this as a kid. There was footage that came out that everybody was just going crazy about, and it showed this weird, gross, fleshy creature sticking its, like, an eye coming out of the water, and there was bubbling coming from it. 
Well, everybody was like, that is crazy. And this is the best footage of Loch Ness Monster Definitely ever. Definitely the best. Right. Ended up being just a... Uh, a model that someone made, like with like a, it was basically also like a little submarine, and the bubbling you saw was just a tube with some water or some air being blown out of it, so that way it'd bubble. It was a huge hoax, and the people came forward like, "Ha ha ha, we got you!" Yeah, it was That's crazy. That's just horrible. Yeah, it That's was just mean. It was nutty, and some people, uh, I don't know, it probably wasn't. The, that long ago. It was actually probably only like 15 or 20 years ago. I, I don't think wow. I was like a young kid at that point. I was probably in high school or something. But uh, but it was very famous footage. And um, I just don't remember how long ago it was. I can't remember. I'll see if I can find that image and, or that video and I'll put it on our website. So if you happen to see some weird link to random thing, I found it. You found <laughs> it. Uh, is there anything about this Locksmith monster you want to talk about? Anything that really was bizarre to you? Well, first of all, good job, um, I forgot, Robert Rhines. Robert Rhines. Ro- Robert Rhines for photographing that amazing stuff. Yeah. Oh, That yeah. amazed me. You should talk I about was... some of the things that he did. He jammed with Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He apparently hung out with Robert, or uh, with, well, Robert with, uh, Einstein. With, with, <laughs> <laughs> With Einstein. Uh, that's Which a, is amazing. That's pretty cool, that's right? That's cool. But beyond that, he, he also... He also made stuff for the military, which was... Well, he helped build, like, better... Stuff. Things, uh, things to help make, like, radar imagery and sonar imagery even better and more clear. Mm-hmm. Which, you know... Smart brain. Helped with weaponry, of course, but it also helped uh, find the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Which is that's, that's cool. That's, that's really cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, he he was always of mind that hey, people might think I'm crazy, but this is just what we. These are the pictures we took, and I don't care if people think I'm crazy because I know what I saw or what we saw in these pictures, and this is just pictures. I can't tell you what was really down there, but sure looks like some sort of weird sea creature, right? Yep. So. As far as he was concerned, he was just like, hey, let people believe what they want. Uh, he was even quoted about talking about how, like, he was okay with people calling him crazy because he'll at least not go to jail for it like Galileo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I love that. I mean, to me, that sounds like a guy <laughs> who's just like, has a solid head on his shoulders and is just like, we use technology, we found some weird stuff, and that's the end of the story. We don't um, know what. It was... Yeah. We just think it might be the Loch Ness. Yep. And, you know, before he died, he even said he thought it went extinct because they were just not getting any new imagery or anything of it. Mm -hmm. And during that time, there was also a huge decline in sightings of it, which was interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. So he might have been on to something. And, you know, I think that goes to show how just scientifically he approached his search for the Loch Ness Monster. Yep. He was like, I like this story. I'm going to put some time and effort into this, but I'm going to do it in a way that no one's done it. And I think that really helped set a precedent for how people approach, like serious people approach cryptozoology now. Um, you've got all the shows out there about like the Bigfoot hunters and stuff like that. Yep. And while they're... Josh Gates. <laughs> yeah, while some of them are a little uh, dramatic... 
they still use a lot of scientific equipment to yep. prove it because they mm-hmm. at the end of the day they're not out there trying to like kill bigfoot or or capture it they want to just show killing like, bigfoot is bigfoot abuse <laughs> that is yep they just want to show solid proof that this thing may might exist out there right mm-hmm. and that's to me how, where we should leave these things it's like hey if we can show proof without harming it great you know there's a reason why people try to stay away from like um new creatures out there like you know we document a a new animal or insect or something in the amazon but we don't capture it because we're like that could destroy the entire ecosystem so we just leave it alone we're like we saw it we took a picture of it and we're good we know it exists and we know it's new and that's how people need to treat cryptozoology as well because we don't know if what imagine if we if one day we were able to prove Bigfoot existed because somebody hunted it and killed it and then we find out that that like Bigfoot had a very important part in the ecosystem of like forests in the, the world right mm-hmm. um and now all of a sudden we have this huge decline in like other animals and all these other animals start dying we don't know yeah. what kind of impact that stuff would have we don't know what nope. it is nope <laughs> Uh okay, going back to to Loch Ness monster. Loch Ness, not um, but it's all you know. It's all part of the same big story mm-hmm. of cryptozoology. <laughs> Bigfoot. Big <laughs> <story>. <laughs> so Loch Ness monster, um, it's it may exist or it might have existed at one point, but now it's this big pop culture thing. Pop culture. People make toys of it. Uh, it's kind of just like an everyday thing. It's like there's lots of little kids' books out there about Nessie and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and as far as people are concerned, it's just like, yeah, Loch Ness Monster. Uh-huh. You know, Loch it's, a, it's a fun story, and that's about it. Yet there's still uh-huh. those people out there who are like, Loch Ness Monster I, is serious. I, I wish this wasn't just treated so happily because it could just be like this. We should treat this scientifically. But studies have definitely slowed down. There's occasionally something that comes out that kind of talks about it. But um, uh, Professor Gemmel's impact, I think, has Gemmel. really changed a lot of the narrative lately because that was only mm-hmm. done, that was done just a couple years ago. And now um, people are like, well, I guess that's case closed. Uh, it's probably just like a giant eel or something. And, giant eel. And they're pretty done with, um, it seems like this is kind of like. The end of Nazi? And maybe. Maybe not. There will be. I'm sure there will always be people who want to search for it, but <laughs> but I wouldn't be terribly shocked if we don't see the type of of impact that Nessie has had in the past uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Nessie it, has kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah, at least as far as like research goes, pop culture will still be around. Like tourism is still around. Like that will be that will live on for. Ever probably even mm-hmm. they could even probably prove that yeah there was a creature in there and it's a dead and people would still be like well still going to Loch Ness and I'm gonna get my sighting or I'm gonna at least go pick up a cool bumper sticker that was like <laughs> or a t-shirt sticker. that's like I went to Loch Ness and all I got was a stupid t-shirt you know um, and it's like a picture of of Nessie in the background of a with a family taking a picture yeah. <laughs> and they don't realize they got a picture with Nessie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's cool. I love Loch Ness Monster, but, um, but I also wouldn't be shocked if it was just a big eel. But 
I'll always go back to those Robert Ryan's pictures because those things Freaks blew me my out. mind. I was they like, you out. what? Weird, right? Yeah. That fin. Flipper. Yeah, fin. The, yeah, whatever. The flipper. Yeah, that flipper that fin. Was, that was insane. Yeah, I don't know how or what. Like, I don't think anybody could say, hey, that was just some underwater disturbance. I'm like, yeah, know. it was disturbed by Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anything else you want to talk about about this creature or any questions you have? Not really. Cool. Then we'll just get on to the recap, yeah? Okay. All right. Well, what did we learn today? We learned that the surgeon's photograph was likely a huge hoax. Yep. Very huge uh, hoax. People came out very willingly talking about it in much later, you know. Um, we... We learned that uh, Professor Gemmel Professor Gemmel did a big old giant DNA study of the of Loch Ness and and it was kind of it was eel DNA. Well, they found eel DNA, which is the first time they were able to prove that eels did exist in Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. But what they didn't find was any sort of evidence that a possible plesiosaurus or anything reptile in nature. Mm-hmm. existed there or bird-like dna which is kind of linked to dinosaurs as well so that was a big nail in the coffin for that theory Oof. but one thing i do want to bring up about that is that they did in fact in fact say that 25 percent of the dna they discovered in that study was unidentifiable uh. so there's other things in the loch ness Whoa. that they don't know what it was now, oh my gosh, that yeah. doesn't mean it's necessary. It just might have been incomplete DNA, or it might have been something Nessie. unknown. Or Nessie, yeah. So they haven't discounted it, but they said they wouldn't be shocked if it could be eels. Yeah. Um, and let's see, uh, Robert Rines, we've talked a lot about that. Those incredible photographs. He's an incredible yeah, person. And, and all the impacts he've had, he had on humanity in general. And uh, then the various bits of footage that have been out there throughout the years. Lots of it. Um, we all kind of talked about the pop culture impact Nessie's had and tourism. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go to Loch Ness, make sure you go look around. There's lots of gift shops. You can get yeah, yourself a nice yeah. T-shirt or a bumper sticker or, or whatever, a magnet that says you were at Loch Ness. So. Uh, they definitely live very well over there based off of the tourism of finding the Loch Ness Monster. So, um, I don't know. I think that's probably it, yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, next week we will be doing, we might be doing a two-parter. It might be two cryptids in one. Well, oh, that's exciting. For the price of one, I suppose. Uh, we're definitely still doing the Mongolian death worm. Yeah! But in my realization that we are on M, there's a much more famous mm-hmm. cryptid. Can it be a surprise? Is, Can it be a surprise? You want it to be a surprise? Yeah. Until the day it drops and it's like, hey, here's the, here it is. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we can keep yeah, it a surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's, 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 yeah, it's M. So you can let that, you let your imagination run, run wild. Or there's a there's, lot of M cryptids out there. There is, but there's a good chance if we're talking about a very big Famous line, you might know one. what it is. But we'll keep it a secret until then. Secret. Um, It's going to be a good one, and it's going to be real weird. It might be a little spooky, so I'll put a disclaimer at the beginning if it is. Spookiness. Um, 
I guess with that, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Yes, we're, thank you so much. Once again, we're super happy to be back. It's been so, so long, happy. and uh, we're really excited to see that uh, we haven't lost everybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. With that, we will see you soon, and uh, ABC, ABC you around. around. ABC Cryptozoology.